0: What's going on, everybody? So, uh, this is UFC Talk. We're going to be redoing this all over again. So, um, I used to do these podcasts, and then I did like maybe five or six, got distracted with life, and another podcast I also do uh, about like politics, current events going on in the world, shit like that. So, I've been distracted from this podcast, but not distracted from the UFC. I watch UFC a lot. So let's talk about it. Hot topics in the UFC now. Fucking Michael Chandler. Now, uh, hold on. Let me go ahead and fire up my little blunt. We can have this conversation real quick because Michael Chandler is a Disappointment in my opinion so far. So for those of you who haven't seen Michael Chandler fight, he's a decent fighter. Decent. Okay. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Put that smoke in the air. 420 friendly. You already snow. But so um Michael Chandler is not this amazing great fighter, you know. And he talked all that shit about fighting the top name and this and that. Now, I don't think him and Tony Ferguson would have been a, such a great fight. <coughs> I don't think him and Tony Ferguson would have been such a great fight. I think anybody who fought Tony Ferguson next was going to beat him. Let's take away anything from Charles Oliveira's performance. I love Charles Oliveira. I feel like he's been deserved. This spotlight and this stuff, you know, everything he's getting right now, he's been deserved. Except for he wasn't so popular, you know. But now it seems as if the UFC is uh, pushing his brand a little more. So, you know, now he's a little more popular than he normally is. And hopefully he gets a title shot next, man. You know, because he is the truth. His striking is impeccable. His his grappling is impeccable. He's the truth. I wanted Michael Turner to fight somebody like Charles Oliveira, Justin Gaethje, Dustin Poirier. Who does he pull out the hat? Random somebody he's never even spoken about Dan Hooker now I said something in the comment section of MMA World saying that pretty much I think that uh, Dan Hooker is a very favorable matchup for him everybody started blasting me well let's talk about it people Dan Hooker is a tall lanky for the division striker okay it, it. People say, "Oh, his ground game is so underrated." How can you say that? You know, how, how how can you say that we haven't seen an underrated ground game from him? You know, in all his fights, you know, we haven't seen this you no know, ground game. That, I, I would say an underrated ground game. It's Israel Adesanya. He has an underrated ground game. You know, <clears throat> but um, I don't see Dan Hooker having this surprisingly good ground game that's one okay two Michael Chandler's the grappler bro they're gonna show his highlights where he knocks somebody out on the feet you know cause that happens right but he's a grappler look at his fights he literally grapples you know he's not like a stand up stand and bang guy with you you know and he's not gonna stand and bang with a striker taller than him that's lanky he's gonna take him down and ground and pound him out Likely it's going to be a decision victory. I don't really see him grounding, pounding out, and finishing Dan Hooker. You know, so I see a, a, a decision victory in a boring fight that because they're trying to push his brand, they're going to call it complete domination. You know, so they're going to call it complete domination. Now, I could be wrong. If you listen to the podcast, I was 110% wrong about the Israel, Adesanya, and Paulo Costa fight. I thought Israel was going to get smashed. I thought Paulo was going to come forward and just swing and swing and, you know, eventually land something and knock him out. This is what I thought. Israel got out there and proved me completely wrong and just destroyed, you know, obliterated Paulo Costa. I was so mad because I actually bet money on Paulo Costa and everything, you know. DraftKings, baby. You know what I mean? So, very upset about that fight, you know. So, I've been wrong before. You know what I'm saying? But in this situation, I just don't know how wrong I really am. Because I feel like uh, Michael Chandler is a really good grappler. He's short, stocky. You know, we've seen... We've seen... Um, and let's pray it's not a five-round fight. If it's a five-round fight, we have watched Dan Hooker gas out in two five-round fights. Paul Felder and Dustin Poirier. You got the idiots who are going to say, Oh... Oh, uh, then Hooker did great the first two rounds. He just gassed out in the third, blah, 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 blah. Nah, He did okay the first two rounds. He was alive the first two rounds. The last three rounds, Dustin Poirier poured it on him. And he was extremely gassed both fights. I'm surprised they even gave him the Paul Felder fight. I scored him losing that fight, but who am I? You know what I mean? <laughs> who am I, you know? So, but I definitely scored him losing that Paul Felder fight. No debates, you know? So, it's like, Dan the Hooker is the one you draw. This is what the UFC does, people. They have to build up his brand. This man been in the UFC since August and ain't fought nobody yet. This is why I'm really upset about the Dan Hooker fight. Not that I'm trying to disrespect Dan Hooker. I think Dan Hooker is an amazing fighter. I think Dan Hooker is definitely a good fighter. But I think this is a favorable matchup for him. And then after this fight... Because he cut so much weight, we may not see him for another six, seven months. You know what I'm saying? That he's cutting so much weight, you know. We may not see him for another six, seven months, you know. So I'm a little upset about that or whatever, but you know, it is what it is. Eventually he has to fight some of these top guys. So eventually we'll see it. What they're gonna do is try to build his brand up before he does so so when that does happen it can be a pay-per-view event and so on and so forth you know <laughs> but uh, flyweight Davidson Figueredo. Figueredo. I think this guy cuts massive amounts of weight you know they're saying he weighs more than 160 before he gets in the octagon and shit you know what I'm saying um, you know like like just walking around weighs like 160, 165 something like that it's crazy to cut to 125 from that high you know, it's crazy. I, I'm already, like, firmly against weight cutting. I think weight cutting is so stupid because it gives fighters in tremendous advantage, you know, when you weight cut and you cut a lot of weight. And then and then they want to complain about the weight cuts as they put to have sympathy for them. Like, Oh, it's just hard. Oh, you don't understand. The weight cutting process takes a lot out of you. Then you shouldn't cut weight. Stop cutting so much fucking weight then. I don't have no sympathy for you. F- Feguleto, uh manager was telling everybody everything he was going through before the fight. To the trained ear, it sounds like he was going through a tough ass weight cut. And you're making it seem like he had all these issues before the fight and he still fought and won. No. It sounds like he was going through a tough ass weight cut. Maybe he shouldn't cut so much weight. I'm not going to feel sorry for the motherfucker who's cutting mad weight to have a crazy power advantage over the competition, you know. Um, Moreno, Brandon Moreno, I pitched him to win that fight, although I, I didn't think he was going to win, but I picked him to win the fight because I like I, I Brandon um, Moreno. And um, he definitely lost the fight, but it was a good fucking fight, though. I mean, he was piecing up, Figueroa, and he couldn't... Uh, the flyweight champ, Davidson, couldn't knock him out. So, uh, I'm not mad that they gave it to Figueroa. I'm because it, it could have went either way I I kind of lean towards Marino because I bet I bet on him and I like him you know so I lean towards him but that's my bias coming out you know it could have went either way you know but of course I'm gonna have a rematch that was an awesome ass fight and of course in the rematch I see Marino uh, coming out and really doing some fucking damage you know what I'm saying or not damage you know but really like just piecing them up and winning the fight that way you know because it's going to be hard to <coughs> compete, you know, power with a guy who's fighting, you know, two weight classes below. You know what I mean? So, it is what it is. A lot of these guys who are in the top of their division, they weren't weight cutting and far their natural weight. Wouldn't even be ranked the top 10. And it's crazy. People that say, Conor McGregor was fighting midgets. But then won't say that about other people in other divisions who's literally doing the same thing. But... I digress. <laughs> I digress. Moving along, uh, Kobe Covington says that Jorge Masvidal doesn't want to fight him. He says it presents a bad style matchup for him. I agree with Jorge. I think Covington beats him 10 out of 10. Jorge has absolutely zero grappling. You saw that in the Kamaru Usman fight. Kobe Covington has great grappling. His grappling is so great that Kamar Usman didn't even engage in the grappling with him. He made it seem as if it was because, you know, he wanted to hurt him all that stuff. Nah, you did, just knew his grappling was was on the same level as yours. So, but his but his power and striking probably wasn't. So you chose that route. Let's be real. Kobe Covington has good grappling. Kobe Covington has a high volume of strikes. Jorge Masvidal just has a big name. You know what I'm saying? Y'all already know how I feel about Jorge. He's riding this wave while he can. You know, he's he's, he's a little bit older in his career. As far as he's been fighting for a very long time. He hasn't made the money or they got the fame or the notoriety until this recent year or whatever, the recent, uh, this year in the past year or whatever. And that's solely because of marketing, you know what I'm saying? And how they're promoting him. He fights real often, you know, at first they get, to, you know, get his name out get, you know, cause they're promoting him. Then they're fast tracking him to the title shot. You know what I mean? He gets the title shot gets dominated although it was a boring ass fight and got his foot stomped on like 50 something times he gets dominated in a five round fight against the champ we haven't seen him haven't heard who he's fighting next none of that shit you know what I'm saying it's crazy it's crazy none of that shit you know what I'm saying so it's like hmm wonder who Jorge's gonna fight next he can't fight Leon Leon's gonna beat him He can't fight Kobe. Kobe's going to be... He can't take two L's back-to-back. Look what people are saying about Tony Ferguson. After a 12-fight win streak, he took two L's back-to-back to to talking about Tony Ferguson's done. You know what I'm saying? (coughs) You think this guy can afford to take two L's back-to-back? His record's already journeyman Journeyman ready. He takes two L's back-to-back. He has an official journeyman record. You know? And he drops in the rankings, and people stop caring. And that third fight doesn't make as much money as that first fight back did. you know? He had to choose wisely here. And it's not going to be Stephen Thompson called him out. It's not going to be Stephen Thompson. Stephen Thompson already beat him, and his striking is impeccable, and it's only gotten better, (laughs) you know? Watching Stephen Thompson in his last fight... He fought, oh, man, an amazing striking. Amazing striking. And he was super nice the whole fight. That shit was crazy. But, yeah, I'm not really big on Jorge. And I want Jorge and Kobe to fight each other. It would be a great fight. I think Kobe would smash him and expose him. You know, but it's what it is. I wonder who Kobe is going to fight next. Because I think Kobe should fight for the title next. Who else is there? Fucking Gilbert Burns. Like, (laughs) <laughs> Give Burns birds coming from lightweight and had like what three wins beating, <coughs> beating Damian Maya. What is he in his 40s? You know what I'm saying? Or damn near 40 or some shit. Beating the old Damian Maya past his prime is equivalent to beating the Anderson Silver past his prime. Nobody cares. Damian Maya had, had just had a fucking war with Ben Askren, bro. He had a war with Ben Askren. Enough said you know what I'm saying not beating Tyron Whitley cause Gilbert Berry did dominate Tyron Woodley too but in all fairness ever since Tyron had lost the title to Kamaru who that fight and every fight since then he's been dominated I don't think he's won a fucking round we were literally just talking about Tyron being maybe being one of the best retroweights of all time and now he's literally has not won a round since you know it's absolutely insane yes yeah, not one around since so I'm, I'm a little i think it's time for tyron woody to let it go because he's not even fighting bro he's actually getting in the cage and just bagging up with his hands up throwing one big punch and that's it and i like tyron tyron woody you know i don't like when he talks you know what i'm saying but i like tyron woody and you know? um I just think he's he's done man there's nobody else in the weight division he's gonna be you know a lot of these guys who's been around for a while they aren't complete martial artists a lot of them not all of them but a lot of them they come from one style background and you know and they've converted to to mixed martial arts you know they're not complete mixed martial artists like that. They've they converted to it, and they've learned other stuff, but they have their one specialty. You got a lot of guys coming up in the game now who are complete mixed martial artists who can stand and bang with you, who can go to the ground with you. Willie's not ready for that shit. So we feel bad for Willie. Let's talk about Habib. Love some Habib, but a little pissed off if Habib doesn't retire. I hate when people fake retire. I hate when you get in the octagon after a fight and claim you're retiring for whatever reason and then you come back. I love Stefan Struve. I know he's not that good of a fighter. I know he loses a lot, but I love Stefan Struve. I'm a real tall guy. He's a real tall guy. You know, I love Stefan Uh When he retired, I almost cried. I've been watching UFC and MMA for a really long time. I feel like I have literally watched Stephen Struve grow up in the octagon. You know, I've watched him since he was a kid to being a full grown man in the octagon, you know? So, I feel like, you know, I've been on this journey with him, you know what I mean? So I was sad, like, oh man, Stephen's finally going, man. Damn, man, about time when they it would do, if I'm not mistaken, he retired on a loss. And then came right the fuck back. And he took his gloves off in the octagon and everything. That should be just something you should not be allowed to do. It should be like an unspoken rule. You take your gloves off and leave them in the octagon, you're done. There's no coming back, especially to the same fucking promotion. No coming back. You're done. Because then he only come back to lose two more fights. You know what I'm saying? It's like, what the fuck, Stephen. You might as well just stay gone. You just come back to continue to pad the losses on your record. You know what the fuck, bro. So you might as well just have stayed gone. You know. So I hate people do that shit. So if a beep does that shit, don't get me wrong. I'm gonna be happy to see whoever the fuck he fights next because the way he smashed Justin he was insane. It was insane. I had people over at the house and we we're watching the fight, and we were just I don't know baffled. By the way, he just smashed, just ran completely ran through Destin Gaethje. It was crazy, you know what I mean? It was so crazy, you know. But so if he comes back, of course I want to see a fight again. I just don't, I just don't, don't, don't like the fact that he retired, said he promised his mother and all this stuff, and then to come back is like really that's lame. But g- glad to see you fight again. Who's next? You know. After watching Charles Oliveira and Tony Ferguson, I have no desire to see. Habib and Ferguson anymore. Now we know how it's going to play out. Oliveira takes down Ferguson as easily as he did. Habib takes down Ferguson even easier and holds him there even easier. If Oliveira could do it, Habib's going to do it. So, you know, now we know how the fight with Ferguson would have played out, so we don't have to see that anymore. You know, the MMA guys don't want us to see that anyway, as you can tell. So... It is what it is on that fight. Anthony Johnson, surprisingly, signs with uh, Bellator. And your Romero was signed to Bellator. It's crazy because Bellator had literally just put out a statement saying that they were trying to shy away from signing old UFC talent. You know what I'm saying? And trying to build they build up their own fighters, you know? And I think that's such a better, better idea. I understand at first signing ex-UFC talent to, you know, get people to come watch and look at and look at your promotion, you know what I mean? But now that you have the eyes on you, time to start building up your own good fighters. That way one day maybe you can challenge UFC champions to, you know, to a fight and see what happens. You know what I mean? You can't do that now with a bunch of ex-fighters for the UFC in your promotion. You know, y'all had Ryan Bader as a double champion at one point in time. What the fuck? You know what I mean? So there's that, you know? So niggas at the top of your division, like Chet Congo and all them, what the hell? Like, y'all y'all had a lot of old UFC fighters, and then they said they weren't going to do that anymore. Then literally, like less than a month later, signed two old UFC fighters. <laughs> And don't get me wrong, I like Anthony Johnson. But he talked a lot of shit about, you know, him fighting Francis and John Jones and all these UFC people. And then come to find out, this nigga finna fight, you know what I'm saying? Fucking Bellator talent, you know? So you know he's probably gonna run through a lot of that Bellator talent and be a champ over there real fast. (laughs) Uh, Corey Anderson. I'm glad Corey Anderson left the UFC. I like Corey Anderson a lot. I really do. I even know um, some people don't enjoy his fighting style. I even enjoy Corey Anderson's fighting style. You know, I I I don't mind grappling. You know, I I like all forms of MMA, right? But he was never going to be a champion in the UFC. Never, never. Especially after he got floored by Yon, and then that knocks him back down the rankings. Now he has to go on another four, five, six fight win streak just to be back in the conversation. Because in the UFC, it's not really about who's the best fighter. It's about who's the most popular fighter and who's going to sell sell more as a pay-per-view. You know, getting a title, uh, getting a shot of the title. You know what I mean? It's all about who's going to sell more at the pay-per-view or whatever. McCoy Anderson Corey Anderson's fighting style and his personality, over at the USC, he's not going to sell more than a, a Dominic Reyes. You know what I mean? Dominic Reyes hadn't really fought anybody. Like, when Yan beat Dominic Reyes, I was in tears. Because it was as if when Dominic Reyes got punched, really got punched for the first time in his career, he didn't know what to do. <laughs> it was as if he didn't know what to do when somebody finally punched him back. He's had a pretty much... Daisy road to the to the title, OSP is is a decent fighter, but he's one of those fighters that they have built up that way. When they need to build somebody else's name, like a Dominic Reyes, somebody that nobody really knew at the time, they put him against an OSP, somebody they've already built up and everybody knows. That way, that way people say, "Oh, OSP is fighting," and this guy comes and beats him. This was an easy fight for Dominic Reyes. OSP just got beat again by some other like uh light heavyweight and I, and I want to say he lost the heavyweight fight that he uh you know attempted as well, you know what I mean? So it's like I'm sorry, I just don't think OSP is the standard the base of how how good somebody is off of. And then he knocked out who was Chris Wyman gets knocked out all the time. I'm sorry. Chris Weidman is another one of those fighters who isn't such a great fighter. He just got lucky against Anderson Silva playing around. Anderson Silva's not playing that fight. He demolishes Chris Weidman. Anderson Silva plays around, gets caught, and then breaks his leg the next fight. Chris Weidman is an instant legend. He That's his only accolade. Even when they talked about him going up to fight um, Dominic Reyes. The only accolade they could bring up for him was that he beat Anderson Silva. That's the only thing they could say. You know what I'm saying? They didn't have, like, a pool of crazy highlights to show. You know what I mean? And Dominic Reyes hadn't really beat anybody but OSP. The Vulcan fight, you can argue that he lost that fight. You know what I'm saying? You can definitely argue that he lost the Vulcan fight or whatever. But... um when Yan punched him like straight down the middle, right in the face and he felt that power, you could, when he busted his nose, you could tell right then and there, that was the first time he's really been just hit clean in a fight. You know what I'm saying? He hasn't had a whole lot of fight. He, he, he hasn't had a whole lot of experience in the UFC, nor has he fought a lot of the top competition in the UFC. You know, Jan has had to go through fucking murderer's road to get where he's at. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Jan has had to go through murderer's road to get where he's at. You know, so this is the first time I don't see Dominic Reyes. I see if there's if they do what they usually do, they're going to bring him back and give him a tuna fight but make it seem like it's a dangerous fight for him. You know, give him a tuna fight and they want to keep building his name. You know, if not, they may put him against somebody else they're trying to build up. That way it's the win-win for them. The other person trying to build up gets fame off of beating Dominic Reyes, the former, the guy who went five rounds with John Jones, who hasn't went five rounds with John Jones. The fuck, you know. But um, or if he does win, then he continues to you know to stay at the top and build his brain. Either way it goes is win win for them, you know. But the light heavyweight division, I feel like a lot of the divisions are in shambles right now. The light heavyweight division is kind of in shambles because it's not a clear a clear challenger. There, there, there isn't a clear, like, the next guy to fight Jan for the belt, you know? And then it's like, Jan has to defend the belt a couple of times before he gets the respect as the champion. Cause you beat Dominic Reyes, and let's be real. Dominic Reyes is inexperienced and wasn't a champion. That fight with John Jones, I don't care what anybody say. He clearly lost to me. All that just swinging for the fences doesn't mean you win the fight because you just swung the most. You know, people kill me. You know, people like uh just people kill me with that kind of shit oh you oh no you see he had john jones but he wasn't hitting him he was swinging for the fences but he wasn't hitting anything he wasn't hitting he was just swinging for the fences yes john jones could have did more he should have did more i don't i don't think those takedowns he got should have counted for any fucking thing <laughs> you know because they were literally down and pop right back up. So I don't think this should account for anything, but I still think he won the fight. I think Dominic Reyes was just coming out there and just started swinging and swinging and swinging and wasn't really, it wasn't really technical. It was it was just a, a big guy out there swinging for the fences, you know, just swinging for the fences. Whenever he got close, just started swinging, you know. So, I don't think, and then that's how I knew Jan was going to beat him. Jan is too technical. Jan is fucking right down the middle with it you know what I'm saying so when you hit him I don't know but like heavyweight divisions and shambles middleweight division Israel I don't know he's definitely um, earned a little more of my respect you know like you gotta give respect where respect dude the way he dismantled Paulo Costa was nothing short of amazing I still don't like the guy as a person I think he's such a dickhead You know what I'm saying? But you got to respect the guy's talent. You know, that man has some talent. The way he dismantled Paulo Costa, I'm actually afraid for Jan if he goes up and fights Jan. I'm actually afraid for Jan. Jan's a power striker. People keep saying, "Uh, he's going to... Paulo Costa's a power striker, bro. You know, and you know maybe Jan gets a little more serious. I get that, you know, more focused. But Izzy is really good at protecting himself from not getting hit. I think he got hit a lot in the Kelvin fight because people, I think people are taking are, are, are taking too much credit away from Kelvin Gaston. Look at the fights Izzy's had since then. Look at what people have, have done since that. No one has really hit him the way Kelvin did. You know, Robert Whitaker fucking lunging and swinging for the fences gets knocked the fuck out. You know what I'm saying? He doesn't even want to fight him again. Why, Robert Bricker is such a pussy. You know what I'm saying? Not like a pussy, because, you know, I know he gets married and he will fight, right? But come on, you know? The guy just took your fucking belt, knocked you out. You win your next fight, and you're acting like you don't want to fight and get your belt back. That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? That's crazy. His lack of drive is the reason I think he's not going to ever win the title again. You know? Who do you have? Darren Till. No. You know what I'm saying? I doubt it. You know, another hype train that's got derailed and it's been getting derailed ever since and having piss poor fights ever since and they're trying to call technical striking matches with him and Robert Whittaker. No, y'all both stayed on the outside and we just lunging in trying to hit each other couldn't hit each other. And you want to call it technical. I get it to a certain extent, but then I don't because I feel like y'all didn't hit each other. You know what I'm saying? I feel like, I don't know. You know, but it's what it is on that, you know. I don't know. But, like I say, there isn't really, like, even in the middleweight division, who's next? Robert Rittaker don't want it. Cannon not going to get it now after a loss like that. And he broke his arm, too, so he's probably out for a while. Paulo Costa needs to come back and fight somebody else, you know, and, and win some fights, you know, uh, Hermanson, mm, Vittori, maybe. Maybe Vittori. I like Vittori, you know what I'm saying? But they haven't built up his brand enough yet. You know what I'm saying? I don't see him getting it. His brand isn't big enough yet. You know what I mean? Even though there's like a slight story they can make there because they already fought before and it was a close fight and whatnot, you know. But I don't know. You know, there's no clear title challenger for the light heavyweight division. No clear title challenger for the middleweight division. We go to the welterweight division. We got a lot of people who can fight for the title, but we don't know what's going on with the welterweight division, you know. Um, we don't know what's going on with the, with the welterweight division, you know. It's crazy, you know what I'm saying? It's crazy, you know. The lightweight division, we don't know what's going on. We don't know if, if Habib is retired or if he's gonna fight, who he's gonna fight next. You know what I'm saying? Who's a clear challenger? We got Michael Chandler fucking fighting Dan Hooker and shit. Like, we don't know what's going on. Dustin and Connor is fighting, so hopefully, after that, uh, I don't know. I'm hoping Connor beats Dustin, but you know, you just never know with Dustin. Dustin's a good fighter, you know what I'm saying? And he has solid boxing, but I think. Connor fights at a, at a range, at range and kicks a lot. I think I think that that's going to disrupt a lot of Dustin's boxing and then open up, you know, and then I, I think I it's think going to open up holes in Dustin's game for Connor to land some, you know, some some big strikes with his hands, you know. I, I think his kick's going to open up you know, some holes for him to land some strikes with his hands. I think he's probably going to finish Dustin or whatever, but you never know. Dustin is Dustin is, a, is is a good fighter. He got a lot better since the last fight, so you never know. But I kind of don't want to see Dustin fight Habib again. I'm sorry, it was complete domination. I don't see it going any different. You know, Dustin in his last couple of fights, you know, it, 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 it's been doing good. You know, he beat him. Mean, he beat Dan Hooker pretty, pretty. You know, you know c- clearly. There's no. There was no, uh Dan Hooker won that fight. Nah, he pretty much beat the shit out of Dan Hooker. You know, it was a good fight, but he won. You know, but that had nothing to do with grappling. They didn't grapple in that fight, like saying, you know. And you know Habib is going to grapple with him. You know what I mean? So, and he got dominated. So, not interested to see that fight. I'm only interested to see the Conor fight because I feel like the first fight, Conor was fucking drinking and shit, not taking it seriously, you know. I would like to see a serious Conor get his ass whooped by Habib for Habib's last fight, you know? (laughs) That's what I would like to see. But, we don't know what's going on with the the lightweight division, but at least they're fighting, you know? So, y'all give him credit there so it's not like in shambles, shambles, but and you know it's, it's, I, I, I think it's pretty much clear that Habib is going to fight again so there's that you know what I mean and, 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 and even if he doesn't you know you have the winner Dustin and Conor may be able to fight Charles Oliveira. which whoever wins that fight is a great fight next you know what I mean you got Michael Chandler you know I believe he's going to beat Dan Hooker and then we got a great fight with him either Charles Oliveira, Dustin, Dustin you know it's all great fights in the lightweight division bantamweight division I'm wondering where the fuck is Sean O'Malley? You know, after that, that lost to Cheeto Vera, or whatever, and um, after that lost to Cheeto Vera, he's been talking a lot of shit. But it's like, where you at, bro? Come back and fight again. You know, we need you to fight and keep fighting, go for that title, bro. You know, you're still up there. You know, I I, I don't see him competing with the Jose Aldos and Peter Jans and Aljamain Sterling and all that other division. We'll see. We'll see, but I don't see him competing with all these guys in the division or whatever. Cheeto just got dominated by um, Jose Aldo. Jose Aldo looked amazing in that fight. He looked so good in that fight, you know what I'm saying? He looked so good. I'm I'm happy for the return of uh, TJ Dillashaw. I know he's a cheater, but I like TJ Dillashaw a lot, and I would like to see, you know, I'm hoping his performance doesn't change. When John Jones came back, his performance was completely different. It was as if now, John Jones, you've given everybody a good argument to say you've been on PD this whole time. Because the way you fight now is like night and fucking day. So I'm hoping that's not how TJ Dillashaw does. I'm hoping he comes back. Because I, I think he could still win the title, man. I think. I think he shouldn't fight Jose Aldo. (laughs) I think he should not do that. I think he should fight Jose only if it's for a title shot or a title defense or whatever. But I think he should definitely come back. I think Aljamain Sterling should fight P.D. Young. I think Aljamain Sterling is probably going to win that fight. You know, he may get knocked out, though, because he does get hit. So he may get knocked out. But if he can get a hold of him, I think Aljamain Sterling wins that fight. And then I think um, TJ Dillashaw comes back. They're going to give him a tuna fight. I think he should go straight for the title, but they'll probably give him a tuna fight, you know. And um, I think he's going to win that fight. They should give him somebody like uh, Cheeto Vera, maybe give him like a Sean O'Malley, you know what I'm saying. Somebody with a name or something that he can beat up, and then he'll win that fight, get the title shot next. You know, he'll probably beat Aljamain Sterling or Peter Yan. And then get from jose aldo you know give jose aldo another fight in between where he wins that fight you know um and then he wants and then he goes for the title that'd be a bigger fight you know it'd be a bigger fight you can make more money it could be a pay-per-view event it could be a main event fight i pay to see that fight i don't care what the rest of looks like i'll pay to see just that fight no debates you know we have already spoke about the flyweight division i'm Five division is still the same to me. I feel like Figueroa is overweight, man. <laughs> I feel like he has so much power when he's so much more overweight than everybody else. You know, but yeah, and, and I don't see him going to beat Brandon Moreno. has the only shot to beat him. If Brandon doesn't beat him in this rematch, or they're going to have to do that rematch. If Brandon doesn't beat him in this rematch, I, I don't see anybody else beating him in that division. Not now. Nah, no, nah, I don't. But we'll see. Max Holloway has a fight coming up. Can't wait to see that fight. I think it's gonna be good. I forget the other guy's name right now off the top of my head, but I, I know who he is. I think he's a good fighter too. Fuck, I forget his name off the top of my head, but can't wait to see Max Holloway fight again. You know, see how he does. You know, because uh, and then it's like it's like what's going on with Volkanovski, bro. You know, you have a controversial win against the champ. You come back, tell us it's going to be decisive. Now the second one is even more controversial. And then it's like you haven't, you know, you, man, listen, you got to defend. It don't matter who who against. Just start defending. You know what I mean? I hate when they fight so much and they get the title and just stop fighting. No, defend. Call people out. Izzy didn't do that. I give Izzy respect for that, too. When Izzy won the belt, he started calling people out. He started now. Yeah, he was calling out favorable matches for himself and blah, blah, blah. But... Who was at the top of the division, you know? He was calling out the top guys in the division. He wasn't calling out guys ranked 7 and 8 and shit like that, you know? He was calling out top guys in in, in the division, you know what I mean? And he came out and immediately, you know, he he kept fighting pretty much, you know? He kept fighting. We haven't got that from Volganovsky. Max got the rematch so fast because the first fight was so controversial. But now it's like, okay, bro, there's other featherweights. You know what I'm saying? Pick pick somebody out and start defending your belt, you know? You have to hold on to the title, you know, and won't fight for so long. It's like, bro, we need you to fight, you know? Same with um, Stipe. Everybody loves Stipe. Stipe is cool, don't get me wrong. But fuck if he doesn't fight a lot, you know what I'm saying? Like, bro, you're the goddamn champ. You know what I'm saying? You're the champ. You, I know you want to be a fire, uh, firefighter. That's your job. You know, I get it. But you're the fucking champion of the UFC. We have contenders. You know, Francis Nugano is a contender, but we have other contenders as well coming up. You know what I'm saying? The heavyweight division is still moving along. Francis can't get a goddamn fight. Don't nobody want to fight him. You know, Stipe act like he don't want to fight him. You know, John Jones is likely not going to fight in the heavyweight division unless it's for a title. So we may not see John Jones for a fucking year. You know what I'm saying? It would be... it. It may be a, a, a year in between fights for him, you know what I mean? Maybe more, because we don't know when Francis is going to fight. People are saying, oh, no, but they said they're going to fight in March. Until shit has been signed, I'm not listening to that, because that shit happens all the time, and they change it all the time. So until things have been signed, and we know for sure that, you know, it's signed, the event's been announced, you know what I'm saying, so on and so forth, then are not going to go for that until the event has been announced and then have has been signed we don't know when they're gonna fight because I don't know Stipe I don't know man I like Stipe he's a cool guy and all but it's kinda like bro you're holding up the division you know like we may have to do an interim title and shit and, and you know how I feel about those fucking pointless but we may have to do an interim title for the heavyweight division because we don't know when the fuck Stipe's gonna come back and fight and we got a lot of good guys coming up in the heavyweight division now you know, in my opinion, this is, you know, we've been talking about the Junior Dos Santos, the, you know, the, the, uh, uh, Curtis Blaze, the Derek Lewis, you know what I'm saying? These guys have been talked about and have the, the, uh, the, um, what's his name? Vulcan? No, not Vulcanovsky. Volkov, or whatever Volkov. Uh, they even brought back Stefan Struve for a couple of fights. You know what I mean? We've been talking about some of the same heavyweights for a long time. You know what I mean? The Overeem's and so on for a long time at the top of the division. You know, now it's finally getting some new guys, some fresh blood in the heavyweight division. That's pretty good. Like that Ghana guy that just knocked that just beat Dos Santos. Yeah, I think it was the elbow to the back of the head. But either way it goes, he was going to lose that fucking fight, whether that happened or not. You know what I'm saying? That guy looks really good really good, and really sharp out there. I would like to see him fight like a Francis or a Strike, you know, something like that. You know, these guys are coming up in the heavyweight division, and they're hungry, you know what I'm saying? The guy who just beat Greg Hardy, forget his name. I want to say Tabor. you know what I'm saying, just beat Greg Hardy. You know what I'm saying? That was impressive. You know, although Greg Hardy looked really good, really bad off the off his back. Like I mean, he when he hit the ground, like DC said, it looked like he didn't know what to do but just ball up. You know, but anyhow, there's a lot of good guys coming up in the heavyweight division. You know, Derek Lewis has been looking really good lately, looking a lot more athletic, looking a lot more conditioned. It's a lot of guys, you know, doing really good in the heavyweight division right now that could potentially, you know, get a title shot. The problem is, the champ is not defending, you know what I mean? Like, people get the belt and just stop fighting, you know what I mean? So, respect to, to Israel for continuing to fight, at least, you know, continue to put his title on the line. You know, he caught out Romero, and Romero didn't really show up that fight. I think it was on both of them, though, but Romero, he didn't really show up that fight, you know. Paulo Costa didn't show up. That shit was crazy, it's like, Paulo Costa talked all that shit, and after the fight, talked all that shit, and he got mad that Izzy humped his ass. It's like, bro, he knocked you out and then humped you and walked off on you, bro. like, what the fuck, bro? He knocked you out. You know what I'm saying? He put you down, my nigga. Like, it's over. No, you don't get a rematch right away. You didn't even hit him. You don't get a rematch just because you're mad. You know what I'm saying? No. You need to come back and see. But another thing, Apollo, he cuts a lot of weight too. You know, he's a tough weight cut too, so he can't fight that often. So it's like, do we even want you to be the champ, bro? So you can hold the belt for years? Like, no, bro. We want people who who are gonna fight. You know, so respect the edge for fighters. I think he does not need to go up to light heavyweight, but I think it's fun if he does. I think he'll definitely. I think I think he definitely has a a really good chance against Yan or whatever. I think he has a really good chance against Yan, but you know I'd rather see him stay in middleweight and you know dominate in middleweight some more you know dominate in middleweight some more there's still people in middleweight you can fight there's not any real clear contenders right now and I find that on the UFC but you know this whole everybody trying to run and get two belts and this this and that and then retire real fast and call himself the greatest ever to do it and blah 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 what the fuck ever listen dominate your division we haven't had anybody dominate a division like Demetrius Johnson in a long time. Anybody dominate a division like Anderson Silva or like how, how GSP, what do you have, nine title defenses, or something like that? We haven't had that in a long time. People defend once or twice and then want to go to a different weight class and get a belt and then that be that. You know, oh, I'm the greatest in the world. No, you're not. No, you're not. The guys back in the day who dominated a division, who cleaned out an entire division to, the, to where there was no more contenders because they had beaten everybody. Some they beat twice, you know what I'm saying? That's one of the greatest in the world. When you dominate a division, we're we we we're not getting that anymore, you know. I'm, I'm hoping Kamar Uzman can do that because I don't see him going down the lightweight. He already cuts too much weight to, to get down to 170. I don't see him going up the middleweight anytime soon and fighting like an Israel or whatever. You know, I don't see him fighting Israel because that's not a favorable matchup for him. Israel's a lot taller than him. He's a good striker, and he won't be able to get a hold of him. So I feel like he'll stay at welterweight for a while. And if he stays at welterweight for a while... I'm hoping he just defends the fuck out of the title, only because I want another dominant champion. We haven't had anybody to just dominate a division in a long time. You know, these guys are just bouncing around. You know? And um, before I go, the only person I think can beat the flyweight champ now is Henry Cejudo. (laughs) Triple C, baby. We all hate Triple C. He's a fucking loser. But... You cannot deny his fight, his his fighting skills. Henry Cejudo is a fucking good fighter, bro. That Martin Moraes fight made me a believer. When he came back out and adjusted and put them, I mean, put the beaters on Marlon Murray, that shit was impressive. You know, the way he did Dominic Cruz. I know Dominic Cruz wasn't out, and I feel for Dominic Cruz, but I'm sorry, Dominic Cruz, that fight was not going your way. You were not just heating up; you were losing. And fighters have all, and there's been many fighters to complain about Dominic Cruz fighting style. Many professional fighters have fought him that say he just runs. You know what I'm saying? He just runs from you the whole time. You know, I I didn't see that fight going good for Dominic Cruz. I thought I saw him losing that fight. Uh, T.J. Dillashaw fight. I don't like how fast it was called, but I mean, come on, he was all over him. You know what I'm saying? I think the fight could have went on. You know, I think I think I think they should have gave Dillashaw more time, but who knows? He was all over him. You know what I'm saying? You can't deny that man's fighting ability, and um, I think he he poses the biggest threat because he can get a hold of Figueroa. He has really good wrestling. I don't see him getting caught in the guillotine choke on the humbug. You know what I mean? And his striking is good. I think he can take take those punches because he, he's a big guy himself, you know. So I think that would be a good matchup or whatnot. But we got to get Saúl to come back because he's never really retired. He's one of those guys who retired, and he's waiting for a big payday to come back. You know what I mean? And he retired because he couldn't get a big payday because there wasn't anybody— in the flyweight division that, you know, was a big payday for him. He wasn't going to beat any of the big names in the bantamweight division. So he backed out right on time. You know what I mean? And this meant the claim that you're the greatest in the world pound for pound. And you, your two fights against, you know, Dominic Cruz and TJ Dillashaw are both controversial. You know what I'm saying? They're both contra- Controversial. Both the fights were caused due to uh, TKOs, but both the fighters were clearly there and protested it immediately, you know, so is what it is, Is what it is, but all in all, we're back, we're gonna stay back, we will be here twice a week, don't know what days, but uh, usually, you know, the fights happen on Saturday, so... Usually, you know, before or after the fight, we'll have a conversation. You know, unfortunately, I chose to come back at a time where there's no fights. But there's plenty to talk about because I've been going for a while. So, you know, same thing, man. Get out the YouTube comment sections. Hop on. Let's all talk about it together. Let's have a discussion. Let's have a podcast where it's for the fans, by the fans. And we get to hear what the fans think outside of listening to Shell Sutton talk on the bad guy Inc., and then regurgitating his opinion, you know? I don't know. I, I disagree with a lot of stuff Shell Sutton says. One time, that, that fool said Kamar Usman don't have boring fights, and I was like, what? He just stomped Jorge Master's foot for five rounds, bruh. Get the fuck out of here, <laughs> you know? But, You already know. Till next time, hit me up, bro. Let's talk about it.